This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Let's talk about Drake putting hot sauce in his condom. Oh boy, oh boy. This is uh, quite the story here. Uh, it's alleged that rapper Drake, he met an Instagram model. They went back to a hotel. They had consensual sex after smoking a little bit of marijuana. As you do. And uh, afterwards, Drake is in the other room. The Instagram model goes into the bathroom. She starts screaming. Ah! Drake barges into the bathroom. What's wrong? Well, it turns out, according to this story, that the Instagram model had fished the used prophylactic out of the garbage can, and she had attempted to to use the um, the baby batter for <laughs> its intended purposes. Yeah. So she just that's the shadiest thing ever. Right, but unbeknownst to her, Drake. Before he throws out his prophylactics, he puts some hot sauce in there. <laughs> he puts that stuff on everything. <laughs> to kill, obviously, what's inside, to kill, I guess. To kill the, uh, the stuff. Yeah. The, uh, well, sperm. He, he was trying to kill the sperm because he's concerned, obviously, about people fishing <laughs> condoms out of the garbage and trying to impregnate themselves. Um, the Instagram model says it was like uh, she was pouring hot lava into her nether regions. Well, yeah. You ever eat uh, chicken wings and try to change your contacts? Always wash your hands before you go to the bathroom if you're eating suicide wings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now uh, there's word that she is suing Drake. <laughs> <laughs> this is all rumors. Here's why I don't believe it, Taz. It's a great story. And I, I love the story because it's just like a great story of karma. But I do believe it's just a story. If you were Drake, would, would you not, if you were that concerned about that happening, would you not just take the condom with you or flush it down the toilet? You're in the bathroom anyway. Mm. So instead of doing one or the other, you're going to permanently carry a packets of hot sauce with you? Everywhere you go, just in case. And then, you know, often you go to the bathroom when you're still naked. So where is he pulling the hot sauce out of? You know, no, that's just, a very, very valid point. Does he ha- just keep it in his uh, his shaving kit? <laughs> it's already in the bathroom. Medicine closet. <laughs> I mean, that actually would be brilliant if he did. He's got a Tabasco dispenser <laughs> like a in the shower. <laughs> There we go. Throw it in here. Yeah. No kids for me. Would you not just flush it down the toilet? Like sometimes I guess they can come back up. And the other thing is every condom, as far as I know, has spermicidal chemicals in there and it does kill anything that ends up in there anyway. Some of them do. Yeah. I don't know if everyone does. Well, I think Drake can afford the... Drake can afford the top of the line. Well, I'm thinking that there could be a cross promo here with with Sweet Chili Heat Doritos. (laughs) And Trojan. He is a businessman. Yeah, mash him up. Sweet chili heat Trojan condoms. I did see him the other day. He's kind of leaning into it. He was, uh, I think it was Instagram. He took a video. It was a selfie video. And he's like, hey, baby, you know, I would never go anywhere without you. I love you. And he turns over and it's the bottle of Sriracha hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, this is what an ask a lawyer question. I wonder if we can get in touch with our our friend uh, Ian from Cohen Highly Lawyers. And ask him, if that happened, 
We don't know if it's true again, but if it did happen, would that woman be entitled for to anything? Do you, do you think that's a winnable case or did she do it to herself? Yeah, this is like when a guy breaks into a house and then f- accidentally hurts himself and then sues the homeowner. Yeah. You know, it, I fell it, down it, your stairs while I was robbing you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if they could pull this off. <laughs> she was very shocked <laughs> by the sounds of it. Would she not notice like the uh it's not usually fluorescent orange. <laughs> but it's Drake, man. Maybe he's super special. I don't know. Tiger blood. Good to have a, a lawyer on speed dial. We've got our friend Ian Snedden from Cohen Highly joining us here. <laughs> hey, Ian. Good morning, guys. Uh, we've got a very important scenario that we have to run by you, okay? Okay. You know the rapper Drake, right? I do know who Drake is, yeah. Drake from Toronto. Um, yeah. He uh, apparently uh, hooked up with an Instagram model. This is a rumor that's going around. After they made love consensually, um, he disposed of the condom, as the story goes, in the bathroom, but first he put hot sauce in it to, to kill any chance of his swimmers being active, Okay. Okay. You understand what I'm saying here? Yeah. So he put hot sauce in there. He threw it in the garbage. Uh, the Instagram model goes in there afterwards. She retrieves the prophylactic from the garbage can and then tries to impregnate herself in it, not realizing that Drake had put hot sauce in there. Okay. And now she is going to sue Drake as the story goes. In your expert opinion... Does she have a strong case against Drake? I don't think so, no, because there'd be no expectation. Once somebody disposes of something, puts it in the garbage, the intention is to get rid of it. So I take it in this case, she she recovered it. Fished it out of the garbage is what they say. Yeah, and uh, tried to get pregnant. So I I think that's on her. I I don't think Drake's going to... uh, well, you never know. It's a celebrity, right? They may pay out some money or whatever, but it, I don't... out of court, right? What about, you know, I just Googled it because me and Taz were debating if it's even possible to get pregnant that way, and I guess it is if there's no chemicals inside if the condo. there's no hot sauce in there. And it could, be, uh, <laughs> it could be viable for up to an hour in there. So, But what would the woman... Like, let's say a, a woman did this. I've heard stories. I don't know if they're true. I've heard these types of stories, though, that like a, a, a woman has been able to do that and then get pregnant. And then go for the child support. Of course. I mean, is that if you can legal? prove if you can prove that that is how she got pregnant, which I think would be pretty tough, <laughs> would you still be on the hook for child support? Uh, yeah, I would think so because the child is an innocent party, so uh, family law is child focused. So I would think that despite the fact that the intention of the person, or there was no intention to have a child. By virtue of, you know, engaging in sex, there's always that possibility. So I don't think that, uh, um, I, yeah, I mean, I, the hot sauce is weird, though. Why hot sauce? It seems so random. Yeah, but yeah, everybody's got hot, like, you know, after Does it you order some it tastes good and it works. <laughs> you got some hang, <laughs> hanging out. But you'd think, like, hand sanitizer right now, it's everywhere. Yeah. It would be just as effective. Yeah. The shampoo, something. Hot sauce makes it way funnier, though. <laughs> it is funnier. Hot sauce is also what makes us think the story's not true. 
That's true. That sounds totally like an urban legend. Right. And and all but the hot sauce would be a good idea because then you would know if the person tried to do it. Like she according to this story which sounds like it might be fake. Uh, started screaming. So you are alerted to the fact that maybe you shouldn't sleep with this person anymore because they just tried to use your stuff to make a baby without your your knowledge. That would be a red flag in a relationship <laughs> for most people. <laughs> uh, honey, you use some hot sauce. I'm just wondering why. <laughs> Where's all our hot sauce? <laughs> I just bought some yesterday. Yeah, you got to buy that stuff at Costco when you're Drake. <laughs> <laughs> the big bottles in a two pack. <laughs> penis. Yes, the name of the game today: detachable penis. <laughs> Let's try and keep this mature, Jim. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. Detachable Penis is the game. Our contestant is Kyle. How are you, Kyle? Good. Okay, we've got uh, a list of actors who have uh, shown, their characters have shown off their, their manhood on screen in a movie. You have to guess whether or not the actor used his real penis for the scene or a detachable penis, a prosthetic, okay? So real or fake is the question. Let's start with Jason Siegel in the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Was that his real stuff or was that a detachable penis? I'm going to say real. Yes, that is correct. It was <laughs> it was his real junk. That is an underrated movie. That is funny. that's like in the first like 5 minutes of the movie by the way that scene, but uh funny. You remember funny it movie. well, Jim. Well, I just remember because I think that was the first movie where like an actual star, a comedy star, showed his wang like right away. It was just it was startling. I remember that. Uh huh. You weren't expecting it. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, Jason Biggs in the film American Reunion? Was that real or was it a detachable penis? I'm gonna say that one was fake. No. <laughs> that was his his real junk as well. Never saw that movie. What was it? Which one was it? It was maybe the third, fourth, or fifth American Pie sequel. American Pie Reunion? American Reunion, it's called. Okay, what about Marky Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights? Dirk Diggler. Was that real or a detachable penis? That was detachable. Unfortunately for Marky Mark, you are correct. Famously, though, that is like the most famous detachable one in maybe cinema history. Yeah, I didn't even know they existed until uh, that news story came out. Like mm-hmm. that was that was some movie oh, magic right there. Sure, Taz. Sure, bud. I didn't even know there was a store you could walk into and buy multiple sizes <laughs> I of detachable. Had multiple in high school and college. If I knew that, if I had only known. Okay, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter in the movie Guns Akimbo. Was that real or a detachable penis? Uh, never seen the movie, so I'm going to say detachable. Detachable is right. You're on a, a streak here. <laughs> Ewan McGregor in the movie Train Spotting, real or detachable? I'm going to say real. Yes. Ewan McGregor, he's just, you're hard-pressed, pardon the pun, to find a movie where he's not showing his real penis. Really? He also shows it in Young Adam, Velvet Goldmine, Fargo, 
the ghost, and Star Wars The Phantom Menace, if you look closely. <laughs> That's not, not a lightsaber. <laughs> uh, who else we got here? Okay, this is the last one. Real or detachable, Ben Stiller in Something About Mary. I'm going to say real. What? No, no, don't no, you have you seen that? it? <laughs> oh, oh my God, it's not, dude. When he gets it caught in the zippers? Oh, that might be the I hardest scene the to watch ever. He showed it. No. Yeah, when, when he does the zipper up too oh. fast. If if he had used his real junk for that scene, he would be the most no. dedicated method actor <laughs> in the history of the world. Great performance. Kyle, I think you got enough for the win, though. Perfect. Way to go. And some uh, some entertainment suggestions there for anyone who wants to do their own follow-up research. IMDB Ewan McGregor. Go down the list. That's awesome. Go down Ewan McGregor's wormhole this weekend. <laughs> this is uh, crazy. There's a video on YouTube that has hit 10 billion views. Hmm. 10 billion, Jim. David at the dentist? No. Hmm. But is it is it like a famous viral video that we all would recognize? You'll know this. Uh, yeah. If you're a parent, you'll know this. And you'll... Oh, okay. You will you won't be happy because I'm going to play a clip. One last guess? Baby yeah. Baby shark? Boy. 10 billion views. That is crazy. It's also crazy considering nobody knows who wrote this song and who actually owns the rights to it. Like, I mean, this recording is obviously, you know, somebody made it, but the original song, to be this popular, nobody knows who originally wrote it or where it really came from. There's no way that the people who made this video could have imagined that they'd be getting 10 billion views on it one day. I wonder how much money that alone. Lots. Well, there's another YouTube uh, kids channel, Coco Melon. It's called. My mm-hmm. my daughter loves Coco Melon, and it's the same sort of thing. Nobody really knew who uh, who was behind it for the longest time. Turns out, it's like this uh, couple who started making videos for their kids, and now it's like the most valuable uh, kids brand in the world, hmm. worth like $2 billion. Coco Mel. I've, I've heard this before. Mostly from parents complaining that it's super annoying, but, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen this. It's like a CGI baby with the big, big round head. Yeah. Terrible songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, parents. know you, you get one of these songs and your kid latches onto it. It's all they want to listen to. Like, no. Stop it. <laughs> God, can you hear that too, Jim, or is it just in my brain? Hear what? <laughs> oh, you parents out there know the struggle. Uh, we're talking about songs that your your kids just listen to over and over and over again. Obviously, Baby Shark is one of them. 10 billion views on YouTube. First video ever to achieve that milestone. I mean, you just got a text message from John. He says this is the song that he always gets stuck in in his head. His kids absolutely love it.
Come on. Is that a kid's song? Yeah, Sharon Lewis and Bram, bro. <laughs> I didn't know Drowning Pool had changed it up. <laughs> Teaches them how to count. Uh-huh, yeah. Learning some valuable skills there. Peacock. It's NFL Wildcard Weekend, and we are joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. It's time for Peacock's Picks. Let's start with the first game on Saturday, 4.30 p.m. You've got the Raiders versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Who do you like? This is an interesting one. These two teams played earlier in the season, and the Bengals just completely uh, destroyed the Raiders. The Raiders are a different team uh, than they were at that point. I actually think they have a chance to upset the Bengals. Bengals are uh, favored in this one. They're home. Uh, But they also have Joe Burrow, who's been great all season long as a uh, first-time quarterback in the playoffs. So I'm I'm actually going to pick the Raiders to upset the Bengals. Uh, You guys are very excited for, as are many Taz and Jim listeners, the Bills versus the Patriots at 8.15 on Saturday. I think we all know which way I'm going on this one. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are the better team. Uh, They have done a really good job at limiting uh, Mac Jones in uh, both games they played in the regular season. The Bills are home. It's going to be super cold. I'm picking Buffalo. Josh Allen now has a secret weapon to to fight against the cold, right? He does. Uh, Bart Scott, former linebacker with the Jets and Ravens, uh, suggested that uh, Josh Allen take Viagra to stay warm during the game. Apparently, a lot of players during Bart Scott's day, which was like five years ago, uh, took Viagra to stay warm. Is that why they're always running the shotgun? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's a couple other side effects, but you will you will be warm. Yeah, all that all that rubbing up against everybody. (laughs) Hike. (laughs) Eagles versus my Buccaneers on Sunday at one. Uh, this will be an easy one for the Bucks. I mean, uh, maybe uh, the the Buccaneers won't uh, cover, uh, but I'd be shocked if they lost when Tampa Bay wins uh, this one 100%. 4.30 p.m. Sunday, 49ers versus Cowboys. There is a lot of talk there where people think the 49ers can upset the Cowboys in this one. You know, San Francisco uh, does have a lot of talent, but uh, Dallas just seems to have that look in their eye this year. I like Dallas. And the Steelers eked their way into the playoffs. How destroyed are they going to get when they play the Chiefs on Sunday night? Well, uh, Ben Roethlisberger has already predicted that his team is going to lose. Now, he might be trying to do some reverse psychology here, but he's not wrong. Uh, Kansas City wins, and I think they cover. They're uh, favored by over almost two touchdowns, pretty much. I think they win huge. Last game in the uh, the wild card race, Cardinals and the L.A. Rams. The Rams and Matthew Stafford haven't really been uh, lighting the world on fire as of late, even though they just have all the talent in the world. And Kyler Murray historically has struggled against the Rams. And the Cardinals are on the road for this one. But I just like Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, so I'm going to pick them to upset the Rams. You better be right, Dev, because you just made my pro-line ticket for me. <laughs> well, uh, no guarantees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we lost a guy who apparently was incredible at spreading love this week. Bob Saget 
America's Dad, Danny Tanner from Full House, America's Funniest uh, Home Videos, the list goes on and on. Uh, stand-up comedian. Jim, when we were rating the week, we, we forgot that uh, Bob Saget left us, so maybe that takes things down a couple notches, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah, maybe. Or up, depending on your feelings about Bob. Well, the, the nice thing is we've got to hear some incredible stories over this past week about what a great human Bob Saget was. And how about this one? I found this on TMZ. Um, you may have heard that Bob lost his sister to an autoimmune condition called scleroderma back in 1994. Mm-hmm. And since that happened, he's been on the board for the charity. He's been doing fundraisers. He's been an advocate for the charity. And about two years ago, we found out about a nine-year-old girl named Sophie Ann who had it, reached out to her family and stayed in touch with them until uh, he died this past weekend. He would send Sophie Ann encouraging videos He'd help her sister with school papers. Mm. One of the papers Sophie Ann's sister handed in to the teacher was titled Bob Saget, My Everyday Hero. <laughs> Written by Bob Saget. <laughs> yeah, he just did a, he, he did a, a, a once-over on it. <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago, he invited uh, Sophie Ann's parents to one of his shows in North Carolina, gave, gave them tickets, paid for their meal, brought them backstage after the show. So, you know, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't one of these guys who just does it for the attention because a lot of people weren't even aware that he was doing this sort of stuff, right? Yeah. I think he made a ton of money early and then just, uh, you know, was a great guy, but, you know, decided like that's how he wanted to live his life by being super generous because he was very lucky early in his career. This is emotional to watch, but a uh, video was posted this week as well. John Mayer, the, the guitarist, musician John Mayer, and Jeff Ross, the Roast Master General, very funny comedian. They have been supporting uh, Bob Saget's wife since the news broke that he had, had left us. And he was out on tour, right, doing his stand-up comedy thing. We know that. He died in a hotel room. Um, his car had been left at the airport at LAX, his Prius. Oh, man, that's one of the things you don't think of, eh? Yeah. So Jeff Ross and John Mayer agreed to go pick up Bob Saget's Prius at the airport. And on their way there for fans, they live-streamed and eulogized their friend, and here's John Mayer just talking about what an incredible man Bob Saget was. I've just never known a human being who could give that much love individually and completely to that many people in a way that made each person feel like he was a main character in their life yeah. and they were a main character in his life. Yeah. Do you know how effusive you have to be in your love for everyone in your life for each and every person he loved to be told by another he loved you so much. Yep. Yep. Bob's effusive and repeated expression of love is the greatest gift that he left people because all we have is the pain of his going. Bob's wife retweeted that. She, uh, she thanked Jeff and, and John Mayer for, for going to do that for her. The Prius is now back at home, she said. And something to think about. One day, you're not going to be around and people are going to be talking about you. Will they have nice things to say like that? 
If not, maybe it's time to to change things up a little bit. Yeah, that car is going to be at the airport for a while. Your car is just going to have flat tires and tickets all over it. Pigeon crap everywhere. I want to see you peacock. Here we go with sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy from Global News Radio, is with us. And we're talking the NHL All-Star Game, Dev. Yeah, the NHL announced their rosters yesterday, and uh, they're still doing a couple things that annoy me. Number one, it's still three-on-three, so they're going by all the divisions. Number two, every team has to have a representative. So this is resulting, in my opinion, some guys who are undeserving making the teams and some guys who are deserving being left off. It well, is hold one on. of the most frustrating things. We need to run down that list then, Dev. Who doesn't deserve to be an NHL all-star in your eyes that will be? If you don't think I'm going to name names, you're wrong because <laughs> I'm going to name names. Uh, Clayton Keller from Arizona is on Central, the Central Division all-star team. He does not even average a point per game. There is no way he should be an all-star and someone else should not, such as Miko Rantanen. Miko Rantanen is seventh in scoring in the NHL, and he's somehow not an all-star. Explain that one to me. In the Atlantic division, where Austin Matthews is going to be the captain, Hmm. you have... uh, Batherson, Drew Batherson from the Ottawa Senators who made the team. Sorry, Drake Batherson from the Ottawa Senators who made the team. I don't even know his name, and he's an all-star. <laughs> Dev, uh, he goes to hypnotherapy to forget all the names of the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Not a big fan of that team. They're a forgettable team. Who cares about the Ottawa Senators? But if you want to talk about the Atlantic Division, look at, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Boston Bruins either, but I can understand Brad Marchand is a more deserving all-star. You could even have uh, Steven Stamkos from the Atlantic Division as an all-star. You could have John Tavares, William Nylander. There's a bunch of guys who are more deserving than Drake Batherson from the Ottawa Senators. Offense to the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> do other leagues do this where every team has to have at least one player on the All-Star team or is this exclusive to the NHL? It is not exclusive to the NHL. Uh, Major League Baseball does this. Uh, the NFL does this. I think it would almost be an obligation. Like imagine being the team that didn't have an All-Star you know, representing well, you, you, you kind of need it to make the league work. The NBA doesn't always uh, do it. Didn't always hmm. happen uh, back in when when the Raptors and the Grizzlies first joined the NBA. They didn't always have all stars, and nor should they. Like is Damon all like Damon Stoudemire, Carlos Rogers going to be the all star from the Raptors? Sometimes you're just a bad team, and I'm sorry you don't have an all star. Like no one, and if you're going to pick an all star, like Clayton Keller from the Arizona. Clayton Keller's mother doesn't think he's an all-star. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mrs. Keller? (laughs) Mama Keller? Gladys (laughs) Keller? Don't bring Gladys Keller into this conversation. She's never supported his career. She is a saint. (laughs) Gladys Keller and I were texting last night, and she said she's disappointed in Gary Bettman. Now you're texting with his mom? Oh, jeez. It's purely platonic. That's it. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.